Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 50, the big 5-0. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Brian, and everyone else. And today we have two special guests. We have Mike Hyken. Hey. <laughs> and Dwayne Steele. Bright suns to everyone. <laughs> hey, have you seen the sun? Because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been raining too much. No, but that's that's the official greeting at the New Galaxy's Edge. Ah, if it's, if it's daylight hours, they greet you, they greet you with bright suns. Ah, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Because this is all the news is worth knowing on this <laughs> on this podcast, right? <laughs> but glad to be back, guys. And hey, it's our fiftieth, the big five zero. Big five zero. Dwayne knows about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and me and Mike are Yeah, I know about that too. Our geriatrics. And Carl's hot on your heels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think you'll be there one day too. But you'll still be older. <laughs> so He won't catch us until we're on walkers probably. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I never thought that we'd. I never thought whenever we started this, we'd reach fifty. Yeah, that's that's quite an accomplishment. It is. Yeah, it is awesome. How Especially many did for the me? I've never even done a podcast before, and then you start mentioning, I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun. I always wanted to do one, so I'm like, whoa, now I've done fifty. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> wow. how many did you guys do? So when are they going to start getting good? Ah, thirty-two. Okay. Yeah, I think we got up to thirty-two. What were you going to say, Dwayne? I said, so when are they going to start getting good? Uh, uh, uh. Well, all right, we're dropping Dwayne, and it'll get better. Hold on. <laughs> we need a replacement for our special guest now. Yes, we need anybody. Anybody, raise your hand. Oh, yeah. I see Bo over here. He's raising his hand. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll start with what we got, and uh, we'll start with uh, our guests. Uh, Mike, what'd you get here recently? Well, looks like I have the, the shortest list. So. <laughs> I got, um, actually, you know, I'm trying to keep up with my focus, uh, focus says, I guess. And, uh, I'm still looking for the, uh, the, uh, vintage collection Chewy and R2. I haven't seen those in stores and I guess I probably never will. So maybe I need to order those online. But, the vintage um, collection Chewy and R2? I might be able to R2? help you out with the uh, Chewbacca. I'll check at the store tomorrow. I may still have one. The, uh, oh, okay. the newer one? The new one, yes. I have an extra one if, if you don't have one. Okay. <laughs> well, one of us can help you then. Okay, cool. I need that and R2. So I don't think R2 is out yet. I haven't, I haven't got the R2 cases now yet. <laughs> Unfortunately, sorry to interrupt, but a lot of my cases, I got some that's in good shape, but a lot of my cases, the figures inside was damaged that came to my store, even though the outside case was good. It was really upsetting. <laughs> huh. Really? Because they, they, they don't accept returns because outside the box is fine. Huh. They had creases and stuff on them. But, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Not good for people to leave them on card, but I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I'm trying to leave them leave mine on card. So yeah. um, at least uh, I'm trying to keep the double racetrack uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars cards. That's what I'm kind of focused on. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, need those. But I got this. Uh, we have a uh, convention here that comes around every year called Wonderfest. I go to it. I go to it every year because it's literally a mile from my house. So I go every year, and uh, that's where I picked up this book, this Abrams book called. The movie-making magic of Star Wars creatures and aliens. You all probably have this book, um, but I found a copy there for three bucks last week or a couple weeks ago, so hmm. I couldn't pass that up. Well, that's cool. I think I do have that one. Yeah, Mike Thomas was with me. He bought the other copy for three bucks. So. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> it's a cool book. Lots of art in there. Lots of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. A really so. good buy for three bucks. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. very much. So that's I what I got. To, <laughs> I went to Wonderfest one time, and I really enjoyed it a lot. I should go back again one of these days. Yeah, it's a good uh, local convention. It's a small show. I mean, it's not like a big. It's not like Lexington uh, Comic and Toy Convention. The guy that's to do the models and enter the contests and stuff. Some of those are just epically amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, they had a record number of entries this year. I think they had over eight hundred eight hundred entries this year. So. Wow! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Okay, is that all you got? Just one? No, that, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty quick this this time. And, uh, well, that's all our guests for today. Okay. <laughs> Shortest podcast uh, so far. So, Dwayne, what'd you get? Well, I got caught up uh, uh, a little bit on my uh, vintage collection uh, <clears throat> figures. Uh, the Wave uh, with one, 138 through 142, which was... Uh, the Elite Praetorian Guard, um, Lando from the Solo movie, the young Lando, um, the Rogue One uh, version of the Stormtrooper. Uh, I don't know how you're supposed to tell them apart, but anyway, it's on a Rogue One card. Um, Chewbacca, first time ever on a uh, in the vintage collection on a uh, Star Wars uh, Episode Four uh, card back, and Captain Phasma, which we believe is a recard, or not a recard, what's a reissue of the Black Series figure but it's on a vintage collection card this time also got the uh, the online shared exclusive i believe the 41st elite Corps uh clone trooper the one with the gray uh, armor uh accents and i went ahead and picked up like the the goofball i am the uh reissues of the of the early uh vintage collection figures that supposedly have and i won't say supposedly they do have new likenesses uh, the new photo reel uh, figures. Uh, it was vintage collection uh, 02, the number the second one ever released, which was a Hoth Leia. Uh, number three, which was Han from Echo Base. Uh, number eight, Darth Vader. Not real sure how much his likeness has changed, but yeah. supposedly it has. It's under and the mask. The <laughs> vintage collection 23, uh, Luke on Endor. Uh, these are uh, definitely the three uh, human characters. I can tell a big difference in the face sculpts and, of course, the cards, even though they look the same on the front, uh, do have different card backs this time around. So uh, pick those four oh, up. Oh, man. They got different card backs? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Darn yeah. it. Yeah. No, I think I need to get them. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked up, I know I was a little late to the game, uh, pardon the pun, but I picked up uh, uh, the uh. Escape from the Death Star game finally. Um, uh, actually, had a deal sent to me from Target saying uh, on all their board games, buy two, get one free. So I said, I'm for that. And I actually bought three of them for the price of two. Nice. Uh, and nice. Uh, so I've definitely got one I can open now and then one I can keep shrink wrapped. And I don't know what I'll do with the third. You know, maybe eventually I'll open open the game to get the figure out and then open the figure itself. You never know. Do that. I've done it. <laughs> it looks really cool set with loose other vintage figures. It right. kind of fits. Yeah. He's he's slightly more shiny, but he does fit in pretty well with the other because, vintage I mean, figures. Because, I my vintage collection is all loose. So, you yeah. know, if I ever uh, did a display and then just wanted to add that one in there, I could uh, have the ability to do that. And, of course... Um, this past month was our uh, annual K Swalk auction uh, in Louisville, and uh, Carl, only you and I went from the Ashland area, but there were several there. I would 
say at least what 50 or, or more of us there probably oh, yeah, definitely yeah it was a good turnout and pretty good turnout we raised almost two thousand dollars really good <clears throat> and i did not buy anything star wars related from the auction <laughs> but i did uh, i did uh, uh get a chance to spend some time with my one of my childhood uh best friends uh, his name is greg dameron uh, he's from Grayson, Kentucky. Currently lives in Carrollton, Kentucky. Uh, came and spent the day with us and donated. He uh, he's a uh, budding artist at the age of fifty. <laughs> <laughs> now he's always been a great artist. He just never actually you know uh, sat down and, and did a, a large quantity of work. But the the pieces that he has done uh, are are very good. And he uh, he did uh, one of C three PO and one of a Sokotano in the last year or so, uh, and he uh, went to a printer and got prints made and donated a set to the auction and gave me a set for my personal collection, so I'd pick those up. So I normally don't pick up art prints, uh, but since they're from my best friend, uh, I proudly framed them and and, uh, put them on my walls. That's really cool. He's also going to be making his first uh, public... uh, appearance as an artist i guess you could say selling his wares uh, at our fall festival this year he's going to be one of our featured artists here in ashland cool oh, great and we'll have several prints available for sale oh, wow That'd so cool. who else is coming to that you know uh we have confirmations from justin stewart and uh kim simmons and uh, uh a, a maybe from um why does forget his name kim's son scott uh, scott dm simmons so definitely, you know, two artists plus a photographer and possibly a third artist. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so that was my yeah. That was what I got this month. Um, when what was the other Chewbacca in the vintage collection? I want to say it was uh, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's what. I'm saying. Yeah. Even though it was a a New Hope sculpt, um, yeah, it was Return of the Jedi because everybody knows his hair got. Wilder and crazier looking. <laughs> he loose shampoos. That's loose Chewbacca. <laughs> he went wild. So I'm not sure if this new one is a new sculpture or not. It may not be. It, uh, as a matter of fact, it may be a re- repackage from the Black Series as well. Hmm. I think the head has been retooled a little bit, but the rest of it is uh, the Chewbacca that you always get. So, oh, okay. Yeah, same yeah. costume. Yeah. Uh, let's see what I um. I went to some yard sales. Me and Bo did for the day that you all went to the auction, and then again last Saturday, I ended up finding a vintage Play-Doh Return of the Jedi set, and it was wow. in, still in the box. Still in the box. But did not have wow. the Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the Play-Doh would have been dried up. Oh now. yeah, no, no kidding. But hey, <laughs> yeah. it still would have been cool if the Play-Doh would have been in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got the same vintage collection figures, uh, that same group of five. Rogue One, Chewbacca, Lando from Solo, Elite Praetorian Guard, and Captain Phasma. And then I got a six-inch archive series, Biker Scout, and Darth Maul. And the Darth Maul, I, I think the guy's name was Chris that I met in Target. He had it in his hand, and I, I saw the Biker Scout, and I grabbed it. And so I sat there looking through all the rest of them to see if I could find Yoda, because that's also another one. And Anakin was standing, sitting there, too, but I didn't, I didn't want Anakin. I pick, kind of pick and choose between the ones I want from the 6-inch series. And so this guy, is, he walks down the aisle and walks to another aisle. And so you know, I just kind of barely even noticed it. 
But the reason I never really noticed it was because he came back. <laughs> came back down the aisle again. Sat there, stood there looking at the shelves again. And then went down the other end of the aisle and went to another aisle. And then I was getting ready to leave and he comes back. <laughs> again, a third time. So I'm like, are you a Star Wars collector? And he goes, uh, he says something like, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm an obsessive collector. And I, so I said, uh you know you're listening to any podcasts and so i'm proceeding to tell him about our podcast and uh i looked at him and was like yeah that one's uh one of the ones i was looking for and he was like well they might have some more we can go check in the back you know have him check in the back and i was like oh okay and he thinks about it for a second he goes no here you just go ahead and take this one because the card was bent and he wanted one that wasn't bent so he just said here take because i'm gonna open mine i don't i don't leave the six ones on the in the box or on the card so i want to thank that guy for uh for letting me have that one so I don't have to go looking for it. Sure. Sounds cool. Yeah, that's cool. And I think that his he, name was Chris, wants, but I'm not 100% sure. Without, yeah. It's cool that he wants, collects carded figures with no damage to them, you know. Yeah. That's what makes him cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Who else do we know that's like that? I have to think about it. Um, so, Carl, what'd you get? I got a few things. Uh, like a couple of you, <clears throat> I got the um, vintage collection Lando from the Solo movie. Um got the vintage collection rogue one trooper which is a really great trooper i would love to have about 10 more of those but we'll see how that goes um got the vintage collection chewbacca um and the big item i got this past month was a power of the force vintage hot and carbonite so i can check Mm -hmm. another one off my (laughs) list of of vintage figures i need and um me and um one of our club members michael thomas did a a pre-trade before the auction and i got a, a vintage falcon landing gear so that means i have now two complete millennium falcons nice yeah so i haven't decided what i want to do with the second one but i've had tons of people say oh if you get rid of trade it, it i want it trade it for vintage figures you need <laughs> that's what i thought about maybe just doing that or something but then i also <clears throat> one of my customers said well you should keep it if they ever do a a, a retro han i'm sorry retro lando in um, han's clothing then you'll be able to put him in there <laughs> <laughs> and I take the radar dish off then. True. <laughs> yep. And then, um, last but not Too least, close. I um, I had a guy bring through some random toys and other things, and the one thing I decided to take home with me because it was in better shape than mine was a Star Wars final soundtrack. Cool. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. The the the, the cardboard was what was really the big difference. Mine, where it'd been opened and played so much, <laughs> this one had been. <laughs> hadn't been as rough as mine so yeah so you're saying go ahead you're talking i'm sorry you're talking about a a record like a 33 rpm record well actually the full is it 30 no 33 33 big one yeah yeah that's a big one yeah that's the okay yep okay (laughs) with a black like you know space like in looking background yeah yeah Yeah, i think i picked up one of those in a bundle at the auction a few years ago Hmm. i still need one I love that gatefold with all the photos yes. on the inside. It's yes. Really cool. Yeah, it does. It, this, this is awesome. Display Did yours piece. still have the uh, poster in it? No, there was no poster in no it. No poster. <laughs> <laughs> so how come you didn't get the Praetorian Guard or Phasma? I have made a decision. I'm getting sick of them repacking the figures. So I am no longer going to get re- all these repacks, especially of something like Phasma that was a peg, peg warmer to begin with uh-huh. in the Black Series. I just can't do it anymore. It's just like I don't have room to display all these, and they keep now they're repacking certain figures. So I've decided, even though it was hard decision, to not 
get all the vintage collection figures from now on. So no more vintage collection for you because pretty much they're all repacks. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's something cool like the Chewbacca, which is probably like of course you said it was a new head skull. But I just, I mean, I, I'm still I'll, I'll always be a sucker for original trilogy. So yeah. I mean, it might be hard for me to pass on those. But something like Elite Praetorian Guard and Captain Vasma, it wasn't that hard for me to say no. I don't need those. <laughs> right. So you're gonna have this hole in your collection at VC 138 and VC 142. <laughs> um, I'm already already have a, a hole because I don't have a vintage collection, but still a Sean and um, um, Ponda Ponda Baba. Bob. Yeah, I have those in the Black series. <laughs> so well, er, just about everybody has one that doesn't have the, uh, the that Return of the Jedi thing from San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, because they don't have true. the mouse droid or salacious yeah. crumb. Thanks right. for reminding me of that. Yeah, I know. So there's another hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a three thousand dollar hole right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's went up through the. I, I would never would imagine that. That's crazy. It is crazy. Wow. <laughs> All right, so I guess meetings are we uh, are we going to forego our meeting this month since it's the same day as the summer social. It's looking like we probably will. Um, I think more of us are going to be attending the social that will still be left in the area. Um, And, of course, the first Saturday of the month is the holiday weekend, so that's not a good good option for us. So, I don't know. You know, we'll... We'll do the summer social up in Cincinnati with our Ohio Star Wars Collectors Club uh, brethren, and then we'll see what happens in the second half of the month. You know, maybe we can set something up for the third Saturday. Or uh, another option um, is, and I just put this on, added this on here, is we've been invited to have a table or booth, whatever you want to call it, again at uh, at this year's Library Con, which is uh, an annual event sponsored by the Greenham County public library system uh, specifically the flatwoods branch uh, this year instead of having it at the library they've arranged to have it at the uh, flatwoods city park so it's going to be an outdoor oh. <laughs> uh, event uh, i'm assuming in the shelter houses and uh, hopefully it won't rain be, yeah hopefully <laughs> it won't rain yeah. so that'll be saturday july 27th the last saturday of the month uh from 5 p.m until 9 p.m so it's a twilight event uh, and they're planning on showing, from what I understand, a, uh, they just said, quote, superhero movie uh, at the end of the night at 9 o'clock, once it's dark enough, uh, on a screen they set up there at the at the park. So that'll be going on for those of you who are, you know, uh, books slash comic books slash superhero slash sci-fi uh, slash gaming, I think, uh, fans. Uh, it's a little local event that uh, the Greenham County Public Library puts on every year. So a couple of things going on for us to participate in. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, club meetings, uh, Mike, do you know of anything going on down there in uh, in your neck of the woods? Has anybody volunteered to do a, uh, a monthly meeting uh, Louisville or Lexington? Uh, Louisville, here lately we've been having meetings at uh, this comic shop called Heroes. And um, Sometimes, uh, uh, I mean, we'll have those sometimes, and sometimes we won't. We won't. Depends on how many people want to show up. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, but since they're, uh, the uh, the social is going on in Cincinnati, we may not have one this month. So, right. Yeah, and the big news is that uh, they announced the dates for Star Wars Celebration next year in Woo-hoo. Anaheim, August the twenty sixth through the thirtieth. Tickets on sale this week. Yeah, Friday. 
You going, Mike? <laughs> nope. <laughs> When's the last time that you got to go to one? Uh, Celebration 5 in Orlando. Oh, wow. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, uh, you know, it was, that was all over blowing up the Facebook and the internet that day when they announced it. And everybody, I don't know why everybody felt the need to post it because they probably had already seen it somewhere else. So, uh, but yeah, August, end of August next year, uh, uh, unfortunately for, for at least communities in our area, school will already have been in session for two weeks. Yeah. So that, that rules out school kids getting to go again pretty much unless you want to pull them out of school the first within the first two weeks of school. And definitely it's going to be difficult for our school teacher friends uh, like Jamie Tester and Kevin Lentz to, to uh, you know, <clears throat> pull it off. Because, again, you know, I'm sure that their school systems would frown upon them taking several days off. Somehow right I think Kevin will go anyway. Yeah, they'll, yeah they'll Kevin out. will work it out. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, I had already been on the fence about it, and, and uh, I think that I'm going to to take a year off, which will would probably end up being three years off because, we, you know, we'll probably see this one, and then they'll skip a year or two before they have another one. You really think so? I think they're heading towards almost having one every year. Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> I think they might. I think that that would be a mistake because they just announced that they, they estimated that the final attendance for the – the Chicago one at 65,000 people. Yeah. But if you start having it every year, you're going to see that cut in half probably. Yeah, because how many it's can you afford? Not, yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. not economical mm-hmm. uh, right. once you factor in the, the, the jacked-up lodging. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can find, you know, inexpensive lodging, but then you, you know, those people seem to maybe not go back sometimes because they, they couldn't, you know, because of the fact they had to stay so far away that the, there wasn't convenient for them yeah yeah and i think it it won't it's not like say uh san diego comic-con where you have a bunch of different stuff so you pull in from a larger pool of people so here you're just pulling in from star wars fans and that's it right mm-hmm. and it is for those of us that are being me and mike and Ryan, we can all three attest it is hugely attended by international oh yeah star wars fans oh yeah uh, so again the the economics of it um, for those people, especially as much as we have to pay, just going from here in Kentucky exactly. to Chicago or California or Florida, you know they're, they're probably triple or quadruple what we pay. Right. We're still thinking about going. Yep. Go while you can. I mean, when does is, is Bo start? Oh, he'll be in school. He'll be in first grade then. Yeah. Okay. They'll just well, go yeah, like, pull him out for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. I just hope it's not the the day where they teach how to tie shoes or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I, I think at first grade he'll be all right, but later on in years, I think oh, it'll yeah. be harder and harder to pull him it out. Is, it has been. Uh, you know, I've, I'm still <clears throat> dealing with my daughter Ashley, uh, turning you know just now 14. She she would like to go, and of course my son has always wanted to go, but just the way that school years are and everything, uh, they either have them. You know, right after this past year, it was just basically a week after spring break for us, but it just it didn't hit right. And then they'll, they'll have them in August, in late August, and, and the kids, at least in Kentucky, go back early. Yeah, and heck, some, I think that'll be like college's first know. week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, college, you know, go, goes back the first week of August. Um, but it's the warmer states, you know, uh, they don't go back till Labor Day or after Labor Day, so they'll... Those people have, you know, with their kids and everything, will have no problem. The last hoorah. 
you can bet there'll be a, there'll be a special thing at Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Maybe right across the street. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't last time. I mean, didn't have anything at start at, uh, at Disney. For, but I don't know if they, they'd have to shut the whole thing down. I think. Yeah, it'd probably be a a thing like uh, like they had in Orlando, didn't they? Have it just for pass holders. Yeah, you know, after hours. Um, yeah. The park closed it eight or something like that and of course the convention is done at seven or eight every day and then people were able to to go over to the park and and experience this just the star tours and the uh stage show that they put on yeah uh, so yeah they could very well do something like that at, at disney as well i'm sure yeah no have exclusive and, uh, pins and, uh, and exclusive shirts and exclusive <laughs> <laughs> oh that goes without I saying across, yeah they had, <laughs> they had uh that stuff i was going looking for stuff to put in the auction in my in my uh uh, storage the other day and came across some of that uh, special Star Tours stuff from from Celebration Five where we went over there and roasted in line. <laughs> we didn't yeah, to see just stuff. about passed out. <laughs> it was hot. Yeah, because we were sitting there waiting for uh, the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, and man, that was brutal. Yeah, sitting there waiting for that. At least with the uh, oh Star Tours, a lot of it was undercover, even outside. So you didn't have to worry about the sun beating down on you in the early part. But then, then again, it was still muggy. I mean, it was crazy muggy. They were giving out free water because people were passing out. Wow, that's awfully generous. Yeah. <laughs> Considering they charge almost $4 for a bottle of water. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, other news. Um, uh, collecting news. I know I've, I've heard uh, or seen evidence that... Uh, uh, there's some more uh, rare, I guess you could call them, uh, items showing up at Ross stores uh, across the country, uh, except anywhere near us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. it was already, you know, uh, let out that the uh, exclusive A-Wing fighter, the red paint variant with the uh, African-American pilot, was showing up at Ross for very, very cheap, I think less than Five bucks, I think, wasn't it? Um, and they're also now getting, I've seen evidence, uh, photo evidence, that they're getting the final wave of the Solo uh, movie figures uh, <laughs> that uh, has the one figure that has evaded me so far. Um, Which one the, is that uh, one? Search for the Q. Yeah, <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl, there you go. <laughs> I've never seen that one in then, stores either. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, most recently the uh, R2-D2 C-3PO 2-pack th- uh, uh, that was going to be, I think, a Toys R Us exclusive, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's showing up. So I got mine on stores. Amazon. Uh, I've asked the guys in Lexington to start checking the one there for us. Uh, don't know if they will or not, but so that's also, some collecting uh, news out there. Also, didn't aren't they getting some of them showing up with the uh, what was it four or five pack thing with the Maz Kanata uh, translucent the one that was, I saw I remember seeing news about that but I'm not sure where those were showing up I don't remember uh, either if it was there or somewhere else right those are supposedly available in Canada at the Toys R Us <clears> that are still open up there mm-hmm. I need uh, to contact some people I know in Canada and see if they can find me one right yeah that's the thing is getting them because they're buying them and putting them on eBay but they're of course not selling them for what they're buying them for, obviously. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a couple of Ross stores here in Louisville. We'll have to keep my eyes out, so mm-hmm. see if... Uh, yeah, uh, excuse uh, me? A couple of Ross stores in Louisville? Carl, yeah. <laughs> did you know about that? <laughs> um, when I did the searching, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Carl said the only one that was anywhere near was, was, was in Lexington, and we we like hit the Lexington Ross store at 1125 on yeah, Saturday we had night. Like eight- 
Yeah, it was like I think it was eleven twenty-three. We had seven minutes before they closed. Oh wow! Yeah, so we barely. Wow, they're open till midnight. Eleven thirty, which was weird. It was eleven twenty-three, so oh. we had seven minutes. Even when we walked in, they're like, "He's like, we're closing in seven minutes." I'm like, "We know." <laughs> but even even eleven thirty, that's kind of late for a store like that. Right, it, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. That whole little plaza area it looked like they was the only thing open around them too. Hmm. Oh, and another thing, the um, you mentioned news, um, um, the Burlington Coat Factory, people's been finding six-inch figures there, I think, for $5 each of the Black Series. Huh. I saw that on, I think, Jedi Temple Archives. I didn't know they, they carried toys. By, yeah, they just go by Burlington now. They don't go by Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I think people that, that are in the know know what you're talking about. But, yeah. Oh, and that reminds me, I know, Brian, you stop at Target quite often to look for stuff. Mm-hmm. If you happen to see any of the Luke... Death Star, or I'm not Luke. I'm Han Stormtroopers half off. I wouldn't mind having an extra one for six forty nine to rip open. They don't have any. Oh, I've already, okay, I've already right. looked. Okay, there was one hanging on the peg in the men's. That section, whole peg uh, thing's gone. Yesterday, oh, did they yeah. finally? I went in there yesterday, and the the, the whole peg's uh, gone. The whole section of the men's thing is all different. Oh, okay. Oh well. So unless they I moved it somewhere that I didn't see it. So <laughs> yeah, I saw an uh, Instagram. Father's Day, actually, was Sunday. We went up to Tyington to eat. And, uh, yeah, they had still had one left, but they were still on the back of that Father's Day uh, yeah. present uh, display. So if they've taken that out, who knows where they've in, the figures ended up. Probably in a clearance uh, end cap, maybe. So, yeah, those and the six-inch Luke uh, trash compactors. Are, I'm going to try to check some places when I go to Tennessee this weekend. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Mike, what was you going to say? I saw that uh, Jason at Yak Face picked up about 15 of those. <laughs> I think I saw that too. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Buy him out. Put the helmet on. It looks like a regular stormtrooper. Exactly. Yep. Or do a head swap with another Luke, and you, you know, I know they've got a Luke stormtrooper in disguise, but he's a little bit different sculpt from yeah. that one. So. And there's a new one coming out, San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you can yeah. find. <clears throat> Which is next month already. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, any other news that anybody's heard? On the uh, local news front, uh, we finally found out that uh, the Paramount Arts Center is doing a Star Wars-themed uh, concert with the Huntington Philharmonic in December. Oh, cool. Um, so we'll, we'll have an opportunity. I think it's December 7th, so it's a couple of weeks before the movie comes out. And uh, it just says, uh, I thought originally it was going to be the, the uh, show where they've, they've been doing uh, uh, the orchestra's playing the soundtrack to the movie while the movie played on the screen. They've been doing that. I think the most recent one was in Lexington, but they've done it, I know, in Louisville and Cincinnati. Um, but I don't think that's what it's going to be this time. I think it's just they've they've selected some favorite pieces from all of the movie soundtracks and are going to just be putting on a full concert of Star Wars music. So that's coming up here this year in Ashland. And actually, on that same topic, I just saw, and I don't know where it's going to start at, but they have, they I guess they've been so successful with doing that, where they play the soundtrack along with the movie on the big screen. They're now doing Empire Strikes Back somewhere. So that's Yeah, I did up. see something about that. I forget where it was, though. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess eventually we'll get Return of the Jedi, too. <laughs> <laughs> They may do, you know, every year. So, well, let's learn this music and, uh, you know, for this next movie and play it and so on and so forth. I know they've done similar events like that for, like, uh, 
the original Superman movie, uh, I believe, where they played the soundtrack. Of course, that was a John Williams score as well. And uh, it seems like maybe Raiders of the Layout, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark was was uh, something they had done that with as well. Yeah. So haven't got to attend one yet, um, but uh, hopefully one of these days. Okay. Yeah, I think we we're moving on to general discussion. <laughs> And this is why the old guys are online. Exactly. This is why the old guys are here. <laughs> today we're going. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about vintage twenty twenty one backs. So we're going with the the ones right after the the main twelve that we talked about before. So there's nine figures. You got Walrus Man, Hammerhead, Greedo, Luke X Wing Pilot, Power Droid, Snaggletooth, Red and Blue. So you can say there's ten. Death Star Droid, R five D four, and Boba Fett, which is the only one that came on a twenty one back. All great figures. Yes. <laughs> aliens right, so and droids. Aliens and droids. Aliens and droids. There you go. Cantina. Um, okay, so the first one we're going to talk about is uh, Walrus Man. Old butt face. Um, <laughs> all right, Mike. Uh, what do you got to say about, <laughs> about Walrus Man? That's an interesting uh, figure. I mean, he has uh, an orange shirt, blue pants, and, <laughs> and he has flippers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like man, was this guy going to go swimming later? Or <laughs> <laughs> and he has a butt for a face. So his head's green. Yeah, he looks nothing <laughs> like the guy in the movie. <laughs> and he I always thought he looked unhappy too. Maybe that because butt faces. Are, he's not happy. <laughs> he did have sad eyes. Yeah. Isn't that Very what Mark unhappy. Hamill called him? Was butt face? Yeah. <laughs> and you got this old butt face guy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's interesting to see, you know, the artistic license that they uh, were pulling with all of these, actually. Right. They had the, the flippers and everything. So, Well, most of them, they had black and white photos. Then they had no idea what they looked like. Right. So they were just going, oh, we'll just yeah. go with this. <laughs> yeah, so, I believe uh, the, uh, the photo on the card back itself uh, is an airbrushed black and white photo, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I think I saw that somewhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Mike, did you have one when you was a kid? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Still have it. Still have all these. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Dwayne, did you have one? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I did. Carl, did you have one? I did as well, yes, of course. As did I. I had one also. I always thought it was weird, though. I don't think I ever really played with him. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's funny you mentioned that because when I finally pulled my figures out of the attic, he was like in perfect condition. Yeah, I think mine was I too. I was like, I must have not really touched him as a kid. Yeah, the yeah. aliens stayed in the cantina. They didn't go any further than that. So yeah. that was their spot. <clears throat> I'm looking at the uh, Ultimate Guide to Vintage Star Wars Action Figures, 1977 to 85, by Mark Balomo. And he's got his name, he goes Walrus Man, a.k.a. Ponda Baba, which is what we know him by now, mm-hmm. or Saki, S-A-W-K-E-E. I've never heard of that one before. Hmm. Same here. Yeah, it's a new one. Yeah, the original retail price on this, yeah. the average was a dollar ninety nine, which is crazy <laughs> to think yeah. now. Oh, how far we've come! Yeah, <laughs> and his actual first appearance was in the Cantina Adventure set, the Sears exclusive. Oh, okay. That's the one that came with the uh, the blue Snaggletooth. Yeah. And of course, he's got a Stormtrooper blaster. <laughs> I always thought that was kind of odd. I'm like, why does he get the same blaster as the Stormtrooper? <laughs> We have a limited number of guns, so let's give him this one. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's that's got to be it. They, they only had basically two guns to choose from. It was the Rebel Blaster 
uh, or the uh, Imperial Blaster. Uh-huh. Or the Han Solo gun. Right. Yeah. Which is my favorite. I just yep. like that Well, that's what I, yeah, that's what I was meaning by the, the Rebel Blaster, was yeah. the Han Solo uh, Mauser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Modified and then, Mauser. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next, we got Hammerhead. Great figure. <laughs> it, uh, another one of those ones that his actual character does not look quite like this one. It's similar, but not the same. Mm-hmm. Also really came like, with, uh, okay. with the Stormtrooper gun. <laughs> yeah, I, I he's got like one. I like the sculpting on it, because just the way his arms are, like, kind of, like, groovy. Like, I just thought they did a good job sculpting it. Mm-hmm. Well, they had like, already, they'd already used the fin uh, sculpt for Walrus Man, so, you know, hey, yeah. we've got this hammerhead shark dude. What should we make him look like? Well, let's make him look like a tree man. Yeah. Because <laughs> his feet... <laughs> Yeah, his feet and legs, he looks like... Yeah, I was getting ready to talk about that. Uh, the fact that it looks like he's got, you know, tree roots for legs. You know, or, you know trunks with roots. <laughs> yep. Uh, his first appearance was also in the Cantina Adventure set. And uh, his retail is the same. He's got uh, ver- some variations. Eyes looking left, or eyes looking down to the left. And then he comes with a blue-black Imperial Blaster, the E-11 Blaster Rifle. Yep. Mine has the side eye. Yeah. The side eye. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure what I have. I should have looked this Me up before, <laughs> before we started. <laughs> yeah, one of them's looking kind of like up and to the left, and the other one's just looking yeah. to the left. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, the way he was sculpted, uh, the only way they could package him on the, on the blister uh, was to turn his head sideways. And that, of course, looks very weird. When you're seeing all these other figures hanging there, you know, facing you, you can see their faces, and you got to grab that one off and turn it sideways to even see what he looks like. Yeah. And he's got no mouth. No mouth. <laughs> At least that we, we thought. He, he has two have, mouths. Yes. Yep, one on each side. I thought the side eye always gave him a lot of character, too. So he looked mischievous or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with him, with him, and with Walrus Man, it's, it's like they they said, "Well, you know, we don't necessarily know what their costumes look like, so let's just give them a solid color torso, and then give them other, you know, the legs and the arms, make them all of the same plastic color as the head." <laughs> <laughs> so they all sort of look like they're wearing a unitard or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really strange looking. Yeah, Walrus so Man the- is a Florida Gators fan. Did all you guys, yeah. <laughs> Did all you guys have this one too? Oh yeah. Yeah, he was. I think he was personally the coolest alien that we got. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Well, he was tall. You know, most of them were the same height. You know, the three and three quarter inch. <clears throat> yeah. But he was he was taller, a little bit more. You know, he was like sort of a Chewbacca type. You know, alien figure. Yeah, but I always thought, eh. He's he's not really in the movie more than five seconds. I mean, oh no, I can't <laughs> say that I even noticed him in the movie. So <laughs> I didn't either so until later on. Times, yeah, later yeah. on, sitting in the back. I definitely saw him in the in the photo books and in the you know cards and all that. So right. Speaking of costumes, Greedo, 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 Greedo was the first alien, first one out of this wave that I picked up. I, have I really don't insane, know. I have some insane love for Greedo. I've just always liked the character. Yeah, I plus he has such him. a great scene too in the movie. 
Yeah, I, I always thought he was the the best of the creatures just because you get to see him the most. Exactly, right. and his and his death is awesome. I even yeah. have a um, I have a um, I picked it up in a like a random at a at a flea market or something. I found one in a box and a guy threw it to me for a quarter. I have one without a head too. I couldn't leave it behind <laughs> since it was a quarter. So I have mine as well as a headless one. Yeah, his head was smoking at the end. You know, when he got shot. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Dead Greedo. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that because he was the first and only casualty uh, amongst my my original figures, and that his head did fall off <laughs> eventually, and had and I glued it on so it no longer turns. <laughs> he had spinal fusion surgery, <laughs> right? Yeah, but that's surprising. That's the only figure that ever lost a limb or a a head or a, anything out of out of all of them that I've had from a from my childhood. I think the plastic was a little bit softer on his on that they used to make his neck and his head with. I'm pretty sure mine is really loose. I think mine's kind of loose too. I hadn't touched it in a while, but yeah. Yeah, his first appearance was also in the Cantina Adventure set. Uh, it comes on the twenty card back and dollar ninety nine retail price, and also a tri logo dark blue or regular blue green green variations with a blue black rebel blaster the dl44 heavy blaster pistol or otherwise known as hans blaster <laughs> hans blaster yeah you never so lost his gun because he had that real good grip on that gun yeah oh, he yeah. was the it only was, one <laughs> yeah molded yeah it was molded together or, or whatever to where uh, his thumb was attached to his finger mm-hmm. to, to put the blaster handle down in I guess you all had, uh, you all said that, every one of you said that you already had this one, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I had this one, too. And, of course, he was molded in uh, a lime green color uh, jumpsuit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but as we know now, and, and most people even knew then, yeah, no, he was wearing an, an orange hunter's vest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. And so they pretty much just made him with what they, <clears throat> you know, um, they probably had a picture of him without the vest. Uh, from some pre-production shoots, and, and well, of course, this even his jumpsuit had yeah, even his jumpsuit had uh, uh, what yellow stripes down the arms and legs. I think yep, those Something weren't like on that, the yeah. figure either. They painted blue. You know, they played painted his boots blue and, uh, and blue stripes around his elbows and shoulders and neck. But they didn't. You know, they if they were going to paint something, they should have painted his uh, vest orange. I guess because even the picture on the card back has the orange vest on it. Yeah, but whenever they first got the pictures to to produce the figures, they got black and white figure uh, you know pictures a lot of times. Yeah, so they just went with what they thought it lo- was supposed to look like. <laughs> You're right, and they probably had already produced put the figures into production before they got the final artwork for the card back. I'm sure, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, and then the next one is the Luke X-wing pilot, and it says here his first carded appearance is on the twenty back. And he has a large eye and different chest or standard variations with a blue-black Rebel Blaster pistol. And, and his hand also is molded to where he can hold it pretty good, too. His fingers are together. But it broke open a whole lot easier. Pulled open. Broke open. I don't think I broke mine open. Yeah. I just saw a, a picture on the other day of somebody that has... This is their character focus mm-hmm. and they had six different paint variations on this figure the wow. most recent acquisition was a pale faced one and you can <laughs> tell I mean the paint the, the skin tone 
paint on it was noticeably lighter than the other. Yeah, but I had. really think a lot of that stuff is just the paint's fading. Mm, could be. That's a X-wing motion sickness, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one, uh, I, I'm sure you know. I know I had it. Uh, one of the first ships that I had was the X-wing, um, but you know my. T- Tatooine, the farm boy Luke, had to fly the X-Wing for the first year or so, probably, um, <laughs> before this one came out. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of the first evidences, ev- ev- evidences of them putting the cart before the horse. They released the X-Wing fighter before they released the pilot to go with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had one too. So, Mike? I had uh, multiple of this one because he was every pilot. So <laughs> he was Wedge had, and Biggs, I two, and <laughs> I had two for my Snowspeeder, you know, and I had one for the X-wing, and so oh, so yeah, he was had, Dak. <laughs> yes, he was Dak. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think I only had the one. I just had one. I just had I just had one too as well. I'm trying to think if I ever had duplicates of any of my figures, I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I had duplicates I have... of Stormtroopers, uh, Sand People, and Jawas in this X-wing pilot loop. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. The next one is one of my son's favorite ones. He likes the power droid. The gonk droid, as he calls it. Such a cool figure. Yeah. I love this figure. (laughs) Yeah, it was one of the very first ones you saw that, you know, besides R2's head, you know, to click and make noises with their, like, feet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had two different body sculpts with two paper labels or stickers unique to the figure and removable rubber power droid vent. Oh, I never knew what that actually was. Hmm. <laughs> and of course he came on a 20 back. That's what I thought it was too, but evidently it's a removable rubber power droid vent. <laughs> See, I feel really dumb. I never realized it was removable. What? You didn't? <laughs> no, they, I didn't. Yeah, no, they... Well, it is, but that's because most of them you find loose nowadays are missing. Yeah, well, I never pulled mine yes. out, I guess, for some I didn't either. I didn't. I either. did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Interesting. This is one I'm uh, embarrassed to say I never owned as a child. Um, what? Just never really, it never did anything for me. I, you know, it was, it was a box with feet on it. Uh, but that's what so was all droids are cool, though. I didn't pick one up until I was completing my collection as an adult. Man. See, I don't, I don't remember. Like, I guess you guys, because you're a little bit older, got to go and you remember going and picking figures and stuff. I don't really remember doing that. Yeah. Because when I when I was three years old when the movie came out, so that means I was four when the figures came out, and yeah. I really don't remember doing that until maybe Return of the Jedi. I am. Um... One of my favorite childhood memories is coming home from school and finding a new Star Wars figure on my bed that my mom had bought me. That's, That's awesome. cool. <laughs> it was cool. It's just like, oh, a new Star Wars figure, another one to add to the collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, like ships and and play sets was saved for like birthdays and Christmas, but they was they really they really spoiled me with the figures. And of yeah. course, this one was another one that looked absolutely nothing like the actual power droids in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just very, very much taking artistic license. I'm still waiting on them to come back out with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've ever made a blue one, have they? They got that uh, new droid factory set at Disney. It has a blue one in it. Yep. Yeah, I know. I knew that. But, I mean, before, I don't think they've ever made one before that I can I remember. So. Yeah. No. Some of the modern ones will not stand up at all without a stand or leaning it against something, too, which is really annoying. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. The one that came with the sand crawler does. Yeah, well, I said some. I didn't say all. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I haven't noticed that because I don't I don't have all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them have that uh, spring loaded thing where they can press the button and their legs move. Mm-hmm. So unless you have, I usually take one of those little uh, elastic bands that comes with some of the figures and put that around their around the leg so they'll stay you know straight. That was what Mark, uh, our friend Mark, told me to do that, and so I was like, "Oh, great idea!" And so I did that. <laughs> yeah, and it reminds me that uh, you have one for me. Yes, I do. And your wife and son was out the other day, and I didn't think about letting them get it. Yeah, I know. I asked her. I was like, <laughs> "Did did Carl give you that droid?" No. Oh man, <laughs> I didn't think of it. Sorry, until they left. <laughs> well, that's okay because it, you know, it could have been for Bo or something. So I was, I thought maybe that's why you didn't because you didn't yeah. want him to see it. It just didn't dawn on me, but I know it's, it's, I know where it is. I won't lose it. Don't worry. Okay. Or let someone sell like that one six-inch figure that you wanted that just disappeared from us. Yeah. Store. Somehow. <laughs> I still think someone sold it. Just had to. to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what else he could have had for you? What's that? The Ralph McQuarrie bust of Boba Fett, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, how long has that been? How long have we been doing this podcast? (laughs) 50 years. Yeah, 50 years later and I still ain't got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better hurry up before it gets too hot upstairs. You can go up and get that box. (laughs) Right after we're done with this podcast. Sorry, yeah. I had to bring it up. Yeah, no problem. It's, 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 it's a nice joke now, I guess. Yeah, it, it'll be a running joke for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> so now we're going on to Snaggletooth, red and blue. Did anybody have the blue one when they was a kid? I did. You did, and I still do. But sadly, he's missing a lot of silver on his boots. <laughs> I did not have one. Yeah, I had the I had the Cantina playset, and I still have what. And the cardboard backing and everything is just not good at all. And and his and besides besides the um, silver off the boots, he was still in pretty good shape. But I just played with him, I guess, till his silver rubbed off. <laughs> There's not much silver at all. I mean, I'll have to bring it to a meeting sometime because I never have brought very many of my vintage figures to meetings. But there's not much silver on the boots at all. So then, did you have the red one? Yes. Oh, okay. So you had both. All right. I did have both. Yep. And how about uh, Mike? Did you have either one of them? Uh, I have uh, I have some pretty good stories about both of these. Uh, <laughs> this awesome. one, this one, the uh, the red snaggletooth. I have distinct memory of going to Airway here, which, which all became Targets. Uh, so it was basically a Target type store. And I remember going there with my grandmother one day and, and walked into the toys section and I saw the red snaggletooth on the card. Brand new, I'd never seen it before. I was like, oh my gosh, they got a new figure. And then right on the shelf was the cantina. So I was all excited about it, but my grandmother that day wouldn't buy it for me. I think she thought I had way too many, too much of the stuff anyway. <laughs> so as soon as I got home, I called my dad at work. I said, Dad, they've got the red snaggletooth in the cantina. I can't believe it. So uh, I think he went out that day and picked him up for me for like a birthday or something like that. So... Because I cool. did get those, awesome. so uh, yeah, so that's one distinct memory I have of going out and finding these uh, these vintage figures. <laughs> and then with the blue one, I was um, I, I had every one of the figures. My my collection was complete except the only one I was missing was the blue snaggletooth. And I was out at a flea market. It was me and Mike Thomas and a guy that used to be in the club, Jason Ambrositis. You might remember him. Yep. Know, Peter. Yep. Um, he was with us, and, uh, and we saw one out there. I was like, that's the only figure I need to complete my collection. He goes, oh, really? I said, yeah. He goes, you have all the other ones? I said, yeah. He goes, I just need that one. So 
about three weeks later, we were at a meeting at his house, and he took me into uh, one of his uh, collecting rooms, and he gifted me. Wow, nice. And awesome. perfect, perfect condition. So, blew me away. I will never forget that. Hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, blew me away. Very nice. Jason, yes. if you're listening, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. I had to pay 120 or 30 bucks for mine. <laughs> I had to pay more than that. I think he was, uh, at that time, he was going to get into vintage collecting, and he had that figure that he found at a pretty good deal at a local shop here. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess he decided that he probably wasn't going to, you know, go forward and finish the collection. So he had that one, and he uh, he wanted me to have it. So that was really That's cool. what this club is, is supposed to be about, you know, honestly. Yep. If, if somebody, you know, if somebody came to me and said, that's the only thing I need for my collection, and I had one that I didn't specifically, you know, need, sure, you know, hey. It's yours. Yep. So, yeah, um, I didn't have either one. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think I've told the story before how me and my friend Greg, a lot of times our moms would uh, would split the figures up between us. You know, one would get a, would get a Han and the other would get the Chewy or one mm-hmm. would get, you know. Well, uh, he got the, the red snaggletooth. Uh, neither one of us had a blue, obviously. But I, So I got to play with the red snaggletooth growing up whenever we were together. Uh, but I never owned one myself until, again, I was completing my collection as an adult. Fortunately, it was one of the easiest ones to, to come by and affordable. And then later on, I, I, I uh, became aware of the Blue Snaggletooth variant and uh, paid through the nose for that one. Um, but I own both now, proud to say. And mine does have silver on its boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it have the dented boot? That's what I was going to ask. Probably. I think so. I think most of them do. Yeah, yeah mine's got the dented boot, too. But maybe one of these days I'll upgrade it. But right now I'm interested in just completing the collection before I consider yeah, more upgrades. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to, me, to me, one you've owned since childhood, no matter the condition, is more valuable than one. I mean, Exactly. You know. I would never mm-hmm. get rid of it. For sure, yeah. I had the red one. I did not have the blue one. I didn't get the blue one until years later, and I think I, I think if I if I remember right, I think I paid fifty dollars for it, which at the time was one of the most expensive figures out there. That's a real good deal. Well, now it is, yeah. But at the time, I think back then, I think the only figure that was more was Jackface, and I think it was going for around a hundred. Instead of yeah. buying stupid starting lineups, I should have been completing my Star Wars vintage collection. Back then. I hear you. I shouldn't have been buying baseball cards. <laughs> that too. Thank you. <laughs> Instead of getting married and having kids, I should have been completing my vintage collection. <laughs> uh, I'm telling Donata you said that. <laughs> Okay, you so the tell her you got proof on video. <laughs> exactly. Uh, luckily, I did both. All right, so the to start the family and afford to complete my vintage collection. Yeah. So the first appearance of both of these was in the Cantina Adventure set. Um, let's see. First card back. You know, of course, the red one was the twenty back, and the blue one did not have one because after they corrected it, they got rid of it. Never had it again. It was only available in the Sears exclusive Cantina Adventure set. And the red one came with the uh, Han Solo blaster, as well as the blue one. And the blue one has, of course, two variations that we've talked about, the dent or no dent. And it said, what's weird is that they got the original retail price of the blue one, $8.77. Are they counting the entire package of the Cantina set? Yeah. They must be doing that, yeah. yeah. It's gotta that be. sounds about right. It was yeah. less than $10, I'm sure. Yeah. 
So they're counting the whole thing for him, which it's either all or nothing when you get it. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the Death Star droid. Shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was like C-3PO number two. <laughs> yeah. But evil. <laughs> yeah, the evil one. He's an RA-7 protocol droid. First card appearance is the 20 back. And original price, $1.99. No variations that I've ever seen, so... There's none in here in the book either. No. Uh, these, of course, frequently show up now with all of the black paint rubbed off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a pretty common common thing, just like the blue snaggletooth with his silver boots. Uh, very loose-limbed. A lot of the loose ones that you find now Mine are is really up. loose. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely loose. Um, did not I did not own this one. This again, you know, Greg had this one, and I had R five D four. So <laughs> I had this one. I had this one as well. I have this one. Yep. Mine still has the uh, black shoulders because when I got him, you know, I had the Death Star, and I put him in the Death Star, and that's where he stayed. <laughs> he was yeah, on mine, a goose and a peg, and he didn't do much. So yeah, mine didn't do much either too because mine still seems to have all the black as well. Yeah. Right next to the turbo lift. That's where he was. That's where he was seen in the movie. Yep. An insectoid droid. <laughs> and they'll never make another one because they won't do the vac metalized. Yeah, I know. I really don't sad. like that. <laughs> it's sad. Unless it you can sad. find like some unethical company in China that, you know, doesn't worry about <laughs> environmental controls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to bootleg them for you. I think that's a bunch of hogwash. Well, now, Other companies they, do it. Yeah. I just had a thought. How is Funko getting away with doing all these silver and red and gold pop figures with that finish on them? I don't know. Because they've got those uh, gold ones and the the blue right. exclusive ones. Exactly. From Star Wars Celebration, they had blue yeah. exclusive ones. And all of the Marvel Avengers characters had like a gold variant uh, this within this yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is just a, a, a <clears throat> urban myth that, uh, you know... That Kenner or Hasbro won't do uh, back metal figures anymore. Back metalized figures. There has to be a new process or, or a different. <clears throat> pro- I understand, the, you know, the the thinking behind it. You know, it's uh, highly pollutant to, for that process. But uh, I don't know. It's something we need to bring up at the next meeting with Hasbro, I guess. I think it has to do with cost. Probably costs more to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. I think so, so too. They can, do it on, they can do it on a pop vinyl figure that's twice the size of an action figure <laughs> and still sell it for less than $10. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's because the licensing fees that you know yeah. Star Wars is costing exactly. is a lot. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we... Funko doesn't have to pay those licensing fees? I don't know. I don't think they've... I think they've it's probably negotiated it less... In my opinion, I would say because... Funko probably has ten pop vinyl pop figures to every one Star Wars figure out there, though. They're oh just, yeah, no doubt. It's flooding the market with that stuff. Yep. All right, so uh, let's see. The our next one is a really lazy droid because he couldn't get motivated. <laughs> <laughs> it's R five D four, and or, uh, or Red as Luke Skywalker called him. Yeah. Come on, Red. Uh, his first appearance was on a twenty back. And original retail price was a dollar ninety nine. Comes with a, a label or a sticker to unique to the figure. And the only I guess other versions is that there's a red bar, which is on yeah. the left hand side. If you're looking straight at it, the little tiny uh, bar that's next to the longer red bar was also red 
on some of them. You know, I've never looked at mine. I don't even know if mine is a red bar. I'm not, I'm not looked at mine close enough to know that either. <laughs> does anybody have one? I checked when I finally heard about it, and mine does not. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that this guy was like R2's buddy when I was a kid. Yep. Just because it was another droid that looked almost you know the same, same size. Yep. But, you know, what if he hadn't blown his motivator? <laughs> Star Wars would have been a lot different. Only one movie. <laughs> <laughs> But I had one when I was a kid, and of course we've heard Dwayne say that he had one. Uh, Carl, did you have one? I did. Mike? Oh, yeah. So did you all play with this figure like as much as you did with R2-D2? I, I did, because my sticker was pretty worn on my original one. I, I still had the original one as well as I went ahead and grabbed, many, many years ago, grabbed another one to upgrade it, even though I kept my original, of course. Right, yeah, that's that's sort of the same thing here. Is it? It actually mine showed more, probably more uh, play play wear on it because of the white dome. Uh, you know, got a little grimy uh, to where's the R two unit with it with it being chrome uh, silver mm-hmm. uh, didn't wear as bad. Um, one interesting little factoid, of course, in the movie Luke calls it an R two unit, uh, but when mm-hmm. it came out, you know, in the toys, it, all of a sudden it was an R five D four. Uh, I don't know if there's a story behind who decided to name it R5-D4, whether it was someone at Kenner or whether it was Lucasfilm or or, or what the deal was with that. But uh, definitely the continuity there was a little bit messed up. Huh. I guess nowadays the the newer version, the Hasbro version, is uh, some people are calling it R2-AG4. Uh, uh-huh. But as we know, I haven't they've. Heard they've that. <laughs> I haven't either. It, yeah. Well, this is a note that's in uh, Sand Sweet's Action Figure Archive book. Ah. So I'm assuming he's researched it or, or knows something <clears throat> about it. Interesting. But, uh, well, that would be interesting to find out yeah. because you know, we, first time we heard, heard of R5D4 was on the Kenner card, and maybe mm-hmm. Kenner named it, and the square head droids all became R5 units. I don't know. Right, yeah, yeah. We've since learned that the classification of the droids is kind of based on their dome shape, yeah, and configuration as far as R ones, R twos, R threes, R fours, and all that. Yeah. So even though this one supposedly was R five, would have been a newer droid than R two. He was, uh, you know, much worse shape in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those R fives had had faulty motivators. The R two units were more dur- more durable, apparently. Yeah. My R5 used to hang out with the Jawas while R2 was out saving the day with the rest of the crew. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I don't think mine got nearly as much use as R2, uh, even though I did play with it quite a bit. I don't I don't remember, I guess, playing with it nearly as much as I did my R2. Because uh, my R2, I mean, heck, my original R2-D2, uh, probably, I think I've told this on the, on here before, I ended up flushing it down the toilet. Yes, and which it, is a good and story. it came back. <laughs> Years later. Yes. Wow. wow. <laughs> what was he doing down there all that time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> you probably had some real adventures. If <laughs> droids could talk. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they can't. All, all he did was beep and boop, so I have no idea what he said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, those were the, uh, you know, the, the next eight from the first movie that we got, uh, four four aliens, three droids, and a hero figure, the Luke X-wing figure. Uh, yeah, and, that's, and, uh, and this I think this is what kind of 
you know, if they had just stuck, I, th- I feel like with the first 12, you know, Star Wars might not, I personally feel like we might not have become the phenomenon that that is at least the action figure line and, and collecting would, wouldn't have been because <clears throat> this is where we really got some alien creatures and some robots and droids that, that which is so fascinating to us as kids. Yep, you I know, agree with just that. Just regular human figures weren't, I mean, you could get those from, you know, you already had G.I. Joes or you already had Star Trek Migos and stuff like that. But none of those toy lines had these these aliens and robots necessarily like this one did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and all those came out in late 78. So that was like the second wave. Mm-hmm. And then also they consider this to be part of the second wave was the 21st figure, which is Boba Fett. And his first appearance was a mail-away. His first card appearance was the 21 back. And the original mail-away price was free. Oh, wait. Free. Not free. (laughs) Sort of free. Four proofs of purchase seals. You had to cut those off the back of the cards. Mm -hmm. And then the original price was $1.99 when he finally came out on the card. And his variations, he's got a dark brown belt or a light brown belt. Armor shade variations. There's you know lighter greens and darker greens. And then, of course, he came with uh, the Stormtrooper Blaster. And, of course, when he first came out and was advertised, he was supposed to be a rocket-firing Boba Fett. And, of course, when you got it in the mail, you got this little note in it that said, we're sorry, you know, but we yeah. couldn't make the rocket, you know, because uh, somebody got choked and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Blame the Battlestar Galactica kid. And I was like, darn it, I want my rocket-firing Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've ever shared this story on the podcast before, but... um. I actually remember receiving mine in the mail because I'll never forget it because the whole end of the box was ripped open and gone. So I thought for sure, oh, my God, my figure's not in the box. But I shoved my hand down in there, and there he was, thankfully. <laughs> but I'll never forget that. Yes, I I got a mail away one also because I, I was wanting the rocket-firing Boba Fett. I thought, man, that's like the coolest feature ever. For, yeah. for a figure to have. And then, of course, when I got it, I was like, what What the heck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Your four-year-old mind just couldn't wrap around it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I had to have my mom and dad read me what that paper yeah. said because, of course, I couldn't read it that time. Us but nine, I kept Us nine- and ten-year-olds were much more, yeah. you know, yeah. cool, okay with so, it, I guess, or, yeah. or understanding. Here I am <laughs> grabbing the figure, trying to pull the, thing, the missile out, and it wouldn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, we all did that, no matter what yeah. age we were. <laughs> yeah. So did uh, Mike and Dwayne both? You get the mail away one also? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. That was that. The the seventies were the the heyday of of sending sending in for free stuff. I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe the fifties and sixties. I, I I know there were a lot of you know. Uh, TV, uh, radio ads and stuff where you get the Hopalong Cassidy and whatnot, Roy Rogers stuff through the mail. The Dakota yeah, Ring. This was, you know, uh, you know, we grew up uh, with free stuff in our cereals, free stuff uh, in our Cracker Jacks, free stuff, you know, with proof of purchase and all that. So that was definitely, a, a, you know, a great thing. To, to be able because you know i miss that i wish they'd still do that yeah i mean I, we were I would love to those packages and <laughs> yeah. we were making sure we were saving those proof of purchases you know um, and every one of the figure uh, figures those those eight figures had that big starburst sticker on them 
uh, you know, with the mail-away offer. I didn't get the mail-away. I just got mine on a card. I knew about the mail-away, but for some reason, I, I didn't mail-away for it. I don't know why why that is, but uh, hmm. I did get mine on the card. But when I opened it, I did try to <laughs> take the <laughs> rocket out. But it's like, oh, I guess they don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they, that they canceled that whole program. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have my box. I wish I still had my box and stuff, but I don't have it. I don't, I mean, of course, I was four years old, so I just threw it away. I, I just yeah. threw away everything, you know, packages and everything. Mm-hmm. I did the same, even though I wish I'd have kept it, especially since the end was ripped off of it. But I don't know how you all feel about this figure, but if I ever did like a top 10 all-time vintage, it would be high on the list. I think it's one of the, the greatest action figures of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's up. <laughs> it, it really stands apart from all the other ones that had come yeah. out before. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. Right. Yeah. And, of course, they did, you know, later on, years later, it's probably like, what was it, 2010, they came out with the rocket-firing Boba Fett mail-away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got one on the card. Yep. You know, I've never opened one up yet. I have, like, four of them. I need to open one. <laughs> You should. I just got one. I've I've heard people talk about how it will not stand up without a stand, and I'm like, yeah. See, Hasbro tried. I mean, Kenner tried to tell you back then. It probably wouldn't have stood up if they'd have done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would have had to yeah, hunch over, to... like in that, like in the on the original card back. They had that kit bash one on there, and he was like leaned all the way over. Yeah, that's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah, if I had four of them, I think I would open one. <laughs> I need to. I just never have for whatever reason. Yeah. Anything else about Boba Fett? I, I echo, yeah, I echo your your uh, thoughts about he was a very at the time for a kid. You know, what, I mean, what is he? Who is he? You know, the mystery was there, and you know, is he a yeah? Because he came is out he a super super stormtrooper. That was some of the rumors. You know, or is he, you know, going to be a, a one of the other guys actually in in disguise? Is he going to be Han Solo or or Luke Skywalker in disguise? Or, or you know, just all kinds yeah. of neat stuff like that. Because yeah. he came out more than a year before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. So we never saw him. Even though originally, I don't know, was he in the original uh, Job of the Hut scene in A New Hope whenever they tried to do that? No. no. Okay, so they just put him in there later. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know, because, I mean, it says early 1979, so mm-hmm. you're looking at more than a year before the movie came out. Right. Yeah, they had uh, you know they had people in the prototype costumes marching in parades and making appearances and stuff, and you know introducing him, hyping the new movie. Yeah, I think that was sequel. Joe but, uh, Johnston that was in that, wasn't he? Right. Yeah, in some of the in some of the photo ops and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he was, you know, was definitely we thought was going to be a very prominent character, and then you know of course Empire comes out and we don't see him until the third third of the movie at, in, in Cloud City uh, for the first time or actually makes an appearance on the Star Destroyer uh, mm-hmm. with the Bounty Hunters and then mm-hmm. we see him more prominently in Cloud City and it turns out he's just the guy that's chasing the Rebels chasing Han Solo specifically looking for money I was <laughs> say, that's what he wants he wants money oh, all about the money I wonder did he get double paid you know by Darth Vader <laughs> and Jabba the Hutt probably, probably I wish they would have I wish they would have kept his original voice. Yes. Sounds, yes. sounds more sinister. He did. <laughs> He's no good to me dead. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and his death probably is the biggest disappointment of the oh. original trilogy to me because I'm like, no, they killed him like that. What a punk way to go out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Boba Fett, where? 
Oops. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, yeah, we got these figures, like you said, uh, late 78 through 79. And then, uh, you know, what, do we have a whole another year before the Empire figures came out? I don't know. That's for the next episode, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be lots of fun because Empire is my favorite movie. <laughs> yes, 1980. Then we get to see how the uh, how Kenner improved the sculpts and everything as they went on through Empire. Right. <laughs> yeah. But these first twenty one are definitely the uh, uh, vanguards of the uh, whole Star Wars action figure phenomenon. Uh, you know that's what uh, got the whole ball of wax rolling, and uh, you know a lot of us have been there since the start and mm-hmm. uh, been hooked ever since. I can't believe how how much these first twenty one. Like loose are going for now thirty forty dollars just for one figure. Yeah, really? I'm glad I'm glad I'm not collecting you know yeah. new now trying to fill in with those. It's and like, that's whoa. with the guns because heck the guns are worth some in some instances more than the figures. A lot of the times actually. The I mean, Princess I can, Leia I, gun yeah. whew, that's yep. crazy. Yeah, I think when you think of uh, classic Star Wars and classic Star Wars toys, you you got to think of these first twenty one figures. I think they're the they are like Dwayne said, they're the the ones you you think of when you think of Star Wars. Yep. And we didn't know back then that they didn't look like exactly like the characters they were supposed to be portraying. Or oh, we didn't we care. Didn't, oh, yeah, no, I didn't, didn't really care. care. They weren't super <laughs> articulated, or that they only had one weapon each, if they had a weapon at all. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the droids didn't come with any weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Why would they? Yeah, uh, these were the would have been nice for some accessories. <laughs> these are the symbols, and your imagination did the rest. Right. So. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, probably next time. Well, yeah, next time there'll be one with two weapons. Yes. Oh. Um, okay. Well, if that's uh, if that's all, thanks, Mike, and uh, thanks, Dwayne, for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was lots of fun. Yeah, no problem. Always a pleasure. When uh, when we move on to the next set, we'll uh, holler at you guys again. All right. Um, Patreon. We want to thank our Patreon members. Uh, every every bit goes toward the the show paying for hosting fees and that kind of stuff uh, if you want to become a member of patreon it's www.patreon.com slash the star wars collector and if you sign up which you got one dollar two dollar five dollar and ten dollar levels you get now exclusive shows just for you guys and we just had our first one here on a week ago or two weeks ago yeah about like that so it'll be just for you guys only nobody else will get to listen to them and you know you still get you still get also swag you get patches and buttons and for the top two tiers if you're on there for so much so long you'll get a t-shirt so you know help us out and uh, you'll get lots of swag and special episodes and then on fate we're on facebook facebook.com slash the star wars collector podcast and itunes i've heard they're getting ready to do away with itunes yep yep so don't worry about the iTunes reviews. We don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the ones that's already took the time to leave. Yeah. One. <laughs> I don't know how much longer is that going to be on there. I, yeah, I'm not, not sure. I heard the I same rumor, but I'm not an <clears throat> Apple person, so yeah, I'm not either. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna um, have a podcast, a podcast app, so you'll be able to leave reviews on that eventually. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, uh, we're on Discord. 
I have mine set up to where it notifies me when anybody posts anything on there. So if you go to our Facebook page, we have a, a pinned post that has our Discord link. So if you want to get on there and chat about you know figures you found or or whatever about Star Wars, then uh, feel free to get on there. I'm on there too, but I don't have my notifications on, so I just peek in from time to time. Oh. <laughs> um, if you want to email us, we have a email address, TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, at TSWCpodcast. And I'm going to let Mike do this last thing. This is a Facebook fan shout-out! <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? It's Chris, is it Geis? Yeah. Chris Geis? He's actually a member of our group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although he lives in London, Kentucky now. Yeah, and he's but, finally uh, on Facebook after a bazillion years. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nobody's Chris. supposed to know that. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully the government didn't hear that. <laughs> but, they're not listening to our podcast. You never know. Um... What was I thinking? I lost my train of thought now. Anyway, you know, I don't know when we'll, what will our next pod, you know, podcast will be about, but then we recorded this one a little bit earlier than normal because I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, anybody think, have anything else to say? I think, I think we pretty much covered it. All right. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Yep. No problem. Welcome back anytime. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.